do it. <laughs> yes. We're locked Everyone in. pink eye whoever uses that. <laughs> 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 My eye's so itchy. <laughs> oh, that was really itchy. <laughs> Saying that somebody's <laughs> okay. Saying that somebody's gonna get pink eye from using the mic implies that at some point someone <laughs> farted directly on the mic. That's what, uh, <laughs> like this bare butt. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I never right. did that. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I need a clean audio. Just pull down your pants. <laughs> 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 Uh, thank you guys for joining me in space for this episode of Conversation <laughs> Therapy. We got a couple special guests on today. Introduce yourself and talk about uh, the first time you hated someone. I'm crackhead number one. <laughs> this is like a ra- I'm crackhead number one. Crackhead number two. Crackhead number three. Who's the With first the person you shoot. remember hating? You know, I'm going to have to think person. about that one. Mm. <laughs> too much, too quick. So much <laughs> We talked now for like I'm actually five tripping out. Um, well, my name is Ashley. I have been on the podcast before. What? Um, so I'm as you could say, a veteran. Mm. Yeah. I really like this music. This is creepy music, but I'm down. Christian is also in the room, and his dog, who is staring longingly at whatever Christian's <laughs> eating. Christian, <laughs> would you like to say something for the podcast? Hi. That's about enough. All right. <laughs> I've had enough Buddy, of you. Would you like to say something for the podcast? You're just going to lick it. Called it. Thank you. <laughs> That's me cleaning off my microphone because Buddy licked it. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Good content. Spit it out on the mic. Spit it. (laughs) (laughs) Here, how about this one for you? Spit it out (laughs) on the mic. Oh man! That actually sounded like a fart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our first fart on the microphone. Actually, that happened on like episode two. <laughs> oh, you farted on the microphone. At a certain point, I was like, "Wait, be quiet!" And I pulled the microphone down under <laughs> with the, like, these mesh chairs, <laughs> and I farted on it. That's it was, disgusting. It was real quiet though. But this music's too loud. It's too creepy. Spoopy. <sighs> so I have a list of questions. Okay. Um, it's a, uh, how many questions do I have? 35. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Proust questionnaire. The what? The Proust questionnaire has its origins in a parlor, parlor game popularized by Marcel Proust, the French essayist and novelist who believed that in answering these questions, an individual reveals his or her true nature. (laughs) So we're time, time to figure out which one of you is the devil. (laughs) It isn't so. <laughs> At the end of this podcast, we'll know for I sure which one of us is going to heaven and which one of us is going to hell. I was going to say a cannibal. Which one <laughs> of us is a cannibal. Welcome back. Your answer Welcome gonna back be. to Find the Cannibal episode. Where I bring on two people and one of them is alive and the other one's dead. 
figure it out. Mukbang. <laughs> Except it's just one person being eaten by everybody else during a podcast. <laughs> yeah, sound bites. Christian, I need a fourth microphone. Yeah. Just sure. wave if you want to say something. Nice. He's enjoying this. Are you enjoying the podcast or are you enjoying that sub that you're eating? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough out of Christian you. Christian is only allowed to answer in one word. <laughs> <laughs> I need to burp, but it's stuck. <laughs> oh. All right. The first question is, what's your idea of perfect happiness? Just going to start out real light. I'm diving in. I'm going deep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all you DC Talk fans. <laughs> Actually, that's not deep. That's like Newsboys uh-uh. or something. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to all you Christians. <laughs> I don't. Curtis <laughs> Trap. <laughs> Shout out to all you 30-something-year-old white people. <laughs> Just a one woo and a one clap. Woo! <laughs> that one guy in the corner really loved that joke. Thank you. Perfect happiness. I don't know if I could answer that question because I don't think I've ever experienced perfect happiness. What's your idea of perfect happiness was the question. I don't I think know. I cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end <laughs> Eating <laughs> someone's toes and uh, their mm. calf. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm not a camel. I'm not a camel. <laughs> um, mine. Go for it, <laughs> sis. Um, you know, you just never know until you get there. But right now, <laughs> it's looking like a nursing degree, a good job, hopefully a man's. Mm. Not looking too hot right now. <laughs> I have none of those right now. <laughs> Everything I don't have. Yeah, um, a consistent relationship with God. Mm. Mm. If we're getting <laughs> deep, um, that's probably first and foremost. The man, yes, Jesus himself, <laughs> <laughs> the only man's I need. Mm. Um, Ooh, yeah, a sprinkle of kids. I don't know how many because <laughs> I've started nannying and it's dropping <laughs> by the day. <laughs> I want maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> I started at four and now I'm like maybe two. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. The <laughs> yesterday the kids I love those kids and there are great kids and I have definitely taken care of worse kids. But just yesterday they were not being the greatest and so they didn't want to take their naps and instead of letting them just watch TV or do whatever they want, I said if they want to not take their nap, then they're going to scrub the floors. And I made them scrub <laughs> the floors. This five-year-old and his little three-year-old brother. It was great. They loved it. I said, okay, we're doing housework from now on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll go now. No Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's about it. Interesting. I mean, I mean, if we want the good Christian answer, then heaven, you know, or just like. Well, I think this is more like on the earth. Yeah. Because I think that, I don't know, I've been listening to a lot of philosophy stuff mm-hmm. and thinking about a lot of that stuff. And I think that uh, one of my favorite philosophers, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, was <laughs> the one who said, it's not about what's waiting on the other side. 
It's the climb. Nope. <laughs> nope. Stop. No. <laughs> but genuinely, though, I think that like, <laughs> like it's more fun to fantasize about retiring than it is to actually retire. You know? Oh, yeah. So like the whole idea of that, like it's the journey to get there is the most fun part. And so I think my idea of perfect happiness is having a vision or a goal of what to do. Ooh. Because that's that's the fun part. Because yeah. they say that if you if you're planning a vacation, like you get two vacations. Because you get like leading up to it when you're super excited to go on it, and then you get to actually go. And so like if you just choose to go on vacation, and we, if we were to go on vacation tomorrow, it wouldn't be as fun because you didn't get to plan and anticipate and look forward to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I'd like to do missions when I think of. Like, when you said that, I just thought of, like, being in the mission field. And I think, I don't know, doing something where it's, like, Im- like impacting a lot of people in a good way. So, whether that's starting, like, my own, like, missions company or, like, I don't know, having some sort of... I don't know. I feel like... I love that for you, though. Thanks. Yeah, that's dope. I just... I. I envision, like, going in the mission field and, like, writing about it. So, like, blogging or vlogging and then, like, having some sort of, like, support group that, I don't know, is, like, all over the world so that people are, I don't know, this is hard to explain because I don't know what that looks like yet. But, like, just educating people on, like, what it's really like and, like, not trying to make it look picture perfect, like, all these, not trying to on them but like all these preachers or all these like cute instagram couples who are christians and doing great things but like or the the girl who goes on a mission trip and only takes right pictures and edits them and like face tunes the yeah. african orphans and you're like mm, don't need that yeah Didn't like i want that see, on my tuesday morning <laughs> i want people to see like the nitty-gritty like not fun part but also really great parts of like mm-hmm. third world countries that like we're totally ignoring and pretending aren't there and just giving 95 cents a day to like i think we just need to spread more awareness about that but like traveling and doing <clears throat> doing that and then i guess like i would want a man as well to do that with me but mm. haven't found him yet so if you're out there listening to this podcast uh if you're out there listening and you're a man who wants a woman email me at conversation at gmail.com your resume <laughs> and i'll give it a look I'm 12, so I was just <laughs> joking. <laughs> if you're under, if you're under 13 years old and you and you want a woman, can we talk about? Now we Email me at conversation therapist. you want to come? Can we talk about that one guy who commented on a pootie post? So we have a Instagram, <laughs> us three sisters, Brooke, Alexis, and I, um, yeah, called Pootie. <laughs> it's so uh we need to post more on it we haven't posted in like a year what is it it's called pootie but what it, you said a finsta it's a finsta so like you just what post like mean? funny videos yeah so we just post funny videos and stuff and there's this one guy that commented random person and he was like, hey, if you're around, like, 13 years old and, like, da-da-da-da-da, <laughs> hit me up, like, Yikes. DM me. I did not even And then this. one of our followers, who's a good friend of mine, she was like, bro, what? And, like, <laughs> tagged us all in it. <laughs> and I think we deleted it. Or maybe it's still there. I don't know. But I just thought that was I so funny. I messaged him. 
Did you? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would be the one. <laughs> Anyways, if you're listening to this random weird guy, love to have you on as a guest. <laughs> Shoot me an email. <laughs> I think he'd be a very He's interesting case study. He's the cannibal that we're going to invite. some <laughs> conversation therapy. Yeah. Right yeah, for real. <laughs> Let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So perfect happiness. Check. Question number two out of thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> this is we're gonna be here for at least two more minutes, yeah. maybe five. Question number two: What is your greatest fear? Oh my gosh! <laughs> these, Jeez are, these are ripping. I have so many. I have like. <laughs> I have like. Do we have three days? Irrational take fears. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> I have like irrational fears, like stupid fears, and then I have like legit, like deep fears. So I could give you all of them. What's your greatest fear was the question. All of them. <laughs> I love how every time Michael says a question. Right. <laughs> that's not what I asked. <laughs> yeah. Ashley goes to like try and identify the answer. That's how my brain is though. And Michael's like, like just answer the question. <laughs> yeah. I'm like hey what's your greatest Men fear? And you're like I have so many fears. Let me talk to you about 10 of them. <laughs> what's your greatest fear? <laughs> what is it? What's your <laughs> <the worst? laughs> Yeah, my greatest fear uh, is more than one answer to the question. <laughs> hey, you in the back of the bus. Hey, you. One answer, please. <laughs> greatest fear. Hey, you fatty. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Seat number 22. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll say failure in a way. That's enough. No, <laughs> just kidding. Okay. And then, like, irrational small spaces. Because I'm a thick girl and I cannot fit <laughs> in like a crawl space or an attic if you're really... You don't mean like, <laughs> not like an elevator, you mean like a crawl space. Because there's claustrophobia, which is like... I mean, elevators are okay, but I think it depends on the elevator. Like if it's, Have you if ever it's a seen glass Divergent? elevator... Yeah, but I don't know what Like that one's fine. It's like, no, it's like uh, fours, uh, yeah. fears when it like starts closing in on them. Yeah. Or is it just the small space? It's that kind. It's like closing in on Yeah. You. And like I can't get out. Being smooshed. <laughs> Being squished is my S M O O S H E D smooshed. But like some elevators, I'm like, mm, this is sketchy. Like some of the ones at Akron University are like. Everything mm. at Akron is sketchy. Yeah. This the one where you stand in like on it and the guy pulls the rope. <laughs> <laughs> the pulling it's you up to the top. never work for me. You'd be like, <laughs> we need five more people in here. It's a wooden <laughs> box with like a little candle <laughs> at the top and there's an old man just pulling it. <laughs> <laughs> like ginormous biceps. <laughs> He's like eighty years old, but ripped is <laughs> yeah. totally shredded. <laughs> yeah. Summer, you want to be our producer and pull up audio tracks for fun? Ooh. Yeah. Right now we're listening to eerie space music because that's what Christian asked for. Um. So you what pull do you up, want, pull up a thing. Um. Just like a a better audio track, I think, is what I'm <laughs> looking for. Maybe, Alexis, what's your um, greatest the fear? The Climb by Taylor Swift. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more excited to wait to listen to it than to actually listen to it. It's not Are about the song, about it's the wait. I'm a little <laughs> confused. <laughs> <laughs> is that a lyric from the song? Yeah, it's not about what is going to be saying in the song. <laughs> <laughs> it's the song. It's the song. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up It's the Song, Summer. <laughs> 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 no. 
right, what's your greatest fear, Alexis? It seems like you're avoiding the question. I just, <laughs> I cannot think this fast. You know <laughs> what I mean? My tiny little brain can't keep up. Um, greatest fear. Gotta bring this size of a walnut. Um, <laughs> what's even elephant? so loud. <laughs> we're still on space music. Summer, we were just listening to this. Well, obviously not. Did it's you space stop the music. old one? Why are you clicking like that? Just one click on the bottom right. There you go, sister. Summer is a thousand years old, and she doesn't know how to use a trackpad <laughs> on a on the laptop. No. You want me to give my greatest fear, Alexis, and then you go last? Sure. My <laughs> greatest fear is being existentially alone. Ooh. Your yeah. turn. <laughs> I agree okay, with all of these. <laughs> No, just just the the idea of like I think because when I drowned I went through something. If mm-hmm. you, uh, shout out to you guys listening, mm-hmm. um, take a shot. If you're playing the <laughs> conversation therapy drinking game and Michael mentions drowning, <laughs> that's when you take a shot. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, I, I've been saying that because I mention it like every episode. Um, but I think we that get it. You drown. We get it, You'll idiot. You don't Your know how to swim. Stop. Stupid. <laughs> idiot. Um. Just after that happened, I think that I went through a period of like hating everything mm. because I thought that nobody else would ever understand me or anything I'd experienced because it was such a unique thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually you just kind of come to terms with that and realize that on some level we're all existentially alone and that no one will ever completely understand us and that's okay. <laughs> and so. You good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm doing this podcast. So would you say that's affected <laughs> your faith? Like. Let's get to it. Yes, Summer. That was so good. Yeah. Cool. All right, your turn, Alexis. <laughs> Greatest fear. Hmm. I think law, like a big one. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody listening is like. You play like a heaven sound. Ooh, I'm here for it. It's so chill. Okay, anyways. Um, probably like getting to the end of my life and being like, mm, could have done better, you know, like Ooh. because I think a lot of times I think I'm like living, but I'm just like I'm sorry, these sound effects are, <laughs> these you sound effects are so I'm much. To, like, dive in deep, Just play, bro. like, jazz piano music, like, 10 hours piano of jazz instrumental. piano. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's actually so good. <laughs> okay, leave it on this. Yeah, so, like, picture me. <laughs> a hospital bed. <laughs> I just realized that Summer doesn't know what Probably she's listening to. Probably dying of cancer because that's what's been happening lately in my family. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that is scary. Yeah. For a period of time, I legit thought I was going to die young. Like, I wasn't going to make it. Me too. For some reason. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> take a shot. Take yeah, a take shot. a shot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> Throw Pour one out of my dead body. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> what is this? We okay. just mess with everyone who's listening to the podcast. Just like, Michael drown. Michael drown. <laughs> <laughs> he drown. 
Summer. <laughs> that reshot. <laughs> you need to find a. She a, doesn't know what she's listening chill to because this is ridiculous. I try to give Just you my headphones. Piano instrumental. <sighs> Summer. Piano. <laughs> piano. <laughs> so. Piano. What's that spell? Piano. <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. Anyways. I hear nothing. Me. I, in let my me give you my headphones. You can listen. Here, I'll do it. Summer. Okay, so regret, fear of having regrets at the end of your life. Yeah, is mm-hmm. just because I think a lot of times I, like, we're all living, right? Duh. But if we're actually like living to our fullest potential, <laughs> this is so distracting. Um, yeah. Playing? So like, it's not playing. Actually living every day with like purpose and not just going to school zoning out going to work selling the chocolate <laughs> and <laughs> chocolate. zoning out after coming home looking at my tv and zoning out and just repeat you know like because mm. that's how i feel i've been for a minute now yeah. and it's like okay at some point i'm gonna be moving on to hopefully nursing and that's like 12 hour shifts of yeah hopefully not zoning out but just like i don't know so i hope that i uh, actually live (laughs) and like do things that i want to do rather than just like working because that sounds horrific um and then probably like along with nursing i've been thinking about it lately like the fact that i'm probably gonna kill somebody in my lifetime like not <laughs> on purpose i think yeah, we found the cannibal right. <laughs> stuff yeah but like i mean it comes with the job but like just how am i gonna deal with that you know like i mean you teachers don't really have to mess with that one but right. i don't know i mean we affect people's development and that's what i think messes me up is like if i say like the wrong thing this kid's going to remember it for the rest of his life. Or if I don't do something or if I do something or if I don't teach them something, like they're not going to know how to do this for the rest of their life or they're going to be like made fun of it for it or like just have this, I don't know, I don't want to say delay, but like they're going to be behind everyone in their life that has already learned this, you know? Like delayed. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Boom! <coughs> roasted! Sorry, I was trying to get deep, but I guess we're not doing that this week. No, on the I think podcast. that it's interesting how all of us in this room are dealing with, like, the jobs that we want to work, including Summer. Like, they all have to do with working with other people. Like, that's the majority of the job is, like, a service. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, it's not like an office job where the only people you work with are, like, coworkers. Mm-hmm. Like, all, are, all of ours are dealing with the public. So yeah, that is really interesting to think, like, at some point somebody might die because of something you indirectly or directly did i really thought about that mm-hmm. <sighs> that's intense at the same time though i feel like there's like there's counseling services for mm-hmm. all that you know and no one's perfect yeah. and yeah what's that face <laughs> summer looks at me like she's a sad puppy Summer. Is it hard for you to hear <laughs> stuff like this from your younger sisters? Like, um, <laughs> no. 
okay <laughs> i don't know i mean it's just normal okay that i wasn't sure fears. no i mean it makes me sad that i can't like protect you from them but i can't I feel that i can't do anything for it yeah so why why did you make that face though when alexis said that I was thinking that you could just work with people who are almost already dead, so then it makes you feel better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> because they know that they're most likely going to die anyway. So, why did you choose to come into this nursing <laughs> home? Because if I screw up, they're going away anyways. So. <laughs> Don't got like what well, a month that kind of what Christina's job is. Like, she's working with people who are really pretty close to the end. Christina or That's Katrina or both? Christina. Christina's I ICU. What, so no, I think her people are like like she barely has. To <laughs> like I don't know. I they think don't at really some point aren't she did, but not much. anymore. Oh, but I know Katrina is working with like yeah. She but loves she's it. not really like like gonna kill him or not. You know. Yeah, Katrina's good at like <laughs> like detaching herself from the emotional stuff, but like she still makes her her like she's intentional about like loving on them and like making everything light and like funny you know yeah i, I think know. what's also weird is how everyone's fears are so different being raised in the same family mm -hmm. like yeah my biggest fear greatest. Hmm. <laughs> greatest. <laughs> um the goat of your fears Ooh. the goat i don't know i think like i have like bob goat Bob Goff. <laughs> I have a lot of like perfectionist like issues. Yeah. So like I want people to like me, but also it's not my greatest fear that no one will like me. So that's mm. why I guess I'm kind of confused on that one. Like why do I seek people's approval so much if that's not a fear of mine? I think it's just like a subconscious fear that I don't. That you're like, afraid go. of like admitting I have a fear? No, disappointing yourself. Yeah, I guess that's part of it. I know I don't like I I fear like probably mom and dad's disapproval yeah that's how i am too and i know that they say like, like we're so proud of you no matter what you do like we'll support you no matter what but it's like i don't want to waste like your resources and your time that you're pouring into me you know like yeah. i don't know and i feel like all my other sisters are already like ahead in the world and i'm just like the black sheep that can't get it together you know you're just that daughter who's like asking for them to buy everything seasoning kind of thing stop <laughs> you ask for every or everything bagel seasoning one time <laughs> and they hold it over you by the way you're i got one, it sister so. oh <laughs> it's okay ashley wanted mom to buy some wine today and she's like it's okay i'll buy it i said i would and she's like no throw it up there i was like Okay. <laughs> it was three twenty five. If she really wants it, then <laughs> I will pay for it. Three dollar wine. I just yeah. like And it was delicious. Yeah, and it was everyone much better drank than it. the more expensive wine. Yeah. From Target. <laughs> Can't believe anyway, you brought so, that up. But <laughs> <laughs> it just fit so well with the conversation. But I feel like I that I really struggle with that after I didn't Ooh, make I it to try like Go ahead, keep going my program at Tri-C when I was studying to be an, an ultrasound technician. Yeah. That really messed me up because I was like, I can't like my perfectionist side, like mm -hmm. really struggled with that, that. was really hard for me to see you go through. Cause it's like, that I have no, another thing I can't like help you with. Yeah. And it was like out totally out of my control. Mm -hmm. Like there was a certain period of time where it was in my control and I could have like, I definitely could have studied harder and I could have like 
you know honestly that's all i could have done was study harder but like i couldn't drop the class because this advisor said don't do it you'll lose your entire scholarship which was like a full ride and then another person said like Dang. you should drop it and so i'm just like what do i do yeah and then mm. i didn't end up dropping it and that's what screwed me over because i couldn't do another repeat and i had to like go to the board and beg on my knees and you like, were on your knees no not actually okay but they basically said like you would have to <laughs> stop you would have Once to again. the only way you could get like a retake is if you were like dying or in the hospital for more than like three months that you couldn't have like did finished. you consider faking your own death <laughs> almost <laughs> i wanted to die at that point so maybe <laughs> you swim a couple death, laps in like the pool and hold my breath <laughs> oh my drown <laughs> Michael drowned. Take another shot. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so that was like frustrating, and that was so hard for me to go through. Like I was really depressed during that time, and I don't think I ever acknowledged it. So, what were you gonna Getting say? Getting deep. Oh. Let's say about what? I don't know. You looked like you were gonna say something. No. You were gonna say something. Yeah, I remembered what my actual fear is because yeah, remember the other like week when we figured out what my greatest fears. No. Is it on the well, living in Mansfield, <laughs> living in Mansfield <laughs> for the rest of our life. No, um, we came to the realization. Michael pointed it out, but I like have this view that like my whole life like amounts to like being married and having a family, and so like one of my greatest fears is you can't have kids. Nope, is that Michael would leave me. So really? whenever we that get so sad, and that's sad. Oh my gosh. So like divorce you or like both divorce like you and die, die. Okay. divorce any of those. Mm. Yeah. I would think that anybody, but it's like, super like, yeah, but it's not good. Like yeah. I, it's my whole life is wrapped up in this idea of like, I need to please being him, married to or like me pleasing him, but more like that it's to be married and to have kids. And that's the purpose of my life. Ooh. Yeah. And that's like kind of crazy because I would have said like my purpose is like to love God and to like mm -hmm. love other people, mm -hmm. even though, but that's not actually my purpose Ooh, was. Yeah. I, I, so when I went to passion, I had this like realization, realization. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at him. He's not the know all end all. Yes, he is. <laughs> Let's be here. honest. Yeah. Yeah. But I went to passion and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I noticed that like, in that god is kind of like a nice blanket on top of it what like rather than being in it and being like your true desire throughout mm -hmm. it which is kind of trippy and like i had to check myself on that too so i get that yeah i just didn't realize it so Oof. yeah it's bad mm -hmm. so i'm working on that i feel that that's sketchy yeah also I feel so bad for mom when she listens to these podcasts because she hears all these really deep things for our Yes, she Why listens to these. So sorry, me? mom. I'm about to say this too. I should just say it to your like, face. Mom, it's but okay. the way that we figured this out was because I've had a couple panic attacks and like I have too. And I didn't know that I had panic attacks. For real? Yeah. Michael like was like, you realize They're you just scary. had a panic attack, and I was like, no, I didn't realize. What no, you, I didn't. What happens to you it, when you have a panic attack? Like, what are your symptoms? I don't know. Michael would know better. Michael, you answer. Uh, she will get pee her pants. Just she pees on. her pants. <laughs> just kidding. Three minutes. <laughs> Three minutes of pee. Um, like the <laughs> hyperventilating thing, so she'll like breathe really, 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 really quick. 
won't be able to move and it'd be like crying and like the crying where like you almost like throw up kind of thing where like you can't you can't really do anything and you're like kind of rocking back and forth yeah. and, so and i get really tense like you I like, like almost like break out because your your whole times. body like is really? tensed up because yeah. you like are really so tense. into it and then mm-hmm. i so what's an instance that <laughs> hug and kiss you stuff what um <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what's um like one of the things that you had a panic attack about because michael was we were arguing and he was gonna leave the house Ooh. and so i felt like he was leaving me and wasn't gonna come back and so like i knew that he would come back mm-hmm. but it was the idea that that could happen yeah and so, like, I let that thought go too far of, like, what if we get a divorce? What mm-hmm. if he actually leaves me? Mm-hmm. And it's in, like, a split second that probably, like, all of that happened. And then you're just like, <gasps> <laughs> no. Was yeah. that scary for you, Michael, to see her? It's happened before. Well, it's happened before, um, like, one or two other times. And it's always, like, it's, I mean, it's never at a good moment in our marriage. Mm-hmm. I feel like we only mm-hmm. talk about our bad moments in our marriage on the podcast. Oh, my gosh, we do. Because that's the most real Guys, thing. Guys, I promise sometimes it's good. <laughs> Every, whenever we get Taco Bell, great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after, it's so funny. Every time I have a panic attack, we go up for Taco Bell after once we're. <laughs> I love that. Taco Bell holds our family together. It does. Every time we end an argument, Michael's like, you want to go to Taco Bell? <laughs> Let's go think outside the bun, you know what I mean? Oh, my <laughs> So Gosh, uncle's going to live moss. Quit asking that I'm pregnant. <laughs> live moss. Marriage arguments. Uh, live moss. You know what? I just figured out what your birthday presents are going to be for Talk the rest of your life. Guys. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Birth control. Oh. <laughs> um, what was the question originally? Yeah, deepest fear. No, I mean oh, like about... That? Oh, I mean, it's, you never, like, when you're married to somebody and you're getting in an argument about something, like, you don't want to, but you, the reason, I think, hot take, marriage arguments are good. If you're not arguing, then you don't care about the person. Like, the the reason why you argue what? with the person, I'm not going to argue with you if I don't want to be with you. Like, I'm arguing because I care so desperately about you and I don't, I want to be on the same page and you're arguing because something is off in, like, the, in, in our marriage, like... I just want us to be as close as possible. And the reason why we get in these arguments is because I want to fix the part that is not close between us. And so, I mean, that's it. You know, like when we get in those arguments and like by extension, you have a panic attack because you feel like I am leaving, not actually, but like walking away from the argument till it cool down or whatever. Like that is a horrible feeling because all I want is to be close to you. And the reason why at that point, why I was leaving is because I felt like it, our argument had gone past a helpful conversation and had turned into something less than that. And so I was like, I'm just going to leave before I say something I'll regret and then I'll come back. But then you started to uh, freak out. And so drown without the water. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And so, yeah. Yeah. Why do you have panic attacks? I Wow, that was have loud. Only had no. <laughs> I think 3 so, like in my life so far. One was after grandma died. Um I think 
all of that like i'm the type of person who will like pile up all of my stress and my emotions and i just like don't cry about it i don't cry i think i cry like every three or four months maybe (laughs) and (laughs) which is like not normal um but it's just because i pile everything on and like i just don't i don't acknowledge it and then at some point it just all like breaks loose but i had another one in high school i'm trying to remember why i think it was because i had so many like responsibilities and then like everything with like the future of like graduating high school and going to school like college and i didn't know what i wanted to do and like i just remembered being in my room right before i had to go to work and i was just like hyperventilating and no one was home and then i had one when all that was going down at tri-c because like i felt like i was failing like i couldn't do anything and like i was trying so hard to fix it so that was like yeah but i have the same thing as you it was like i can't breathe my limbs start to like go numb and like i'm just like crying and i can't control it which is like scary have you alexis no good <laughs> at least i don't think so i i mean obviously like when deaths happen in the family i get upset but i don't think i've ever like stressed out so much that i've had one i don't know i had never had one until we were married so all right for the next question hand off the mics to a person who doesn't have one okay what's the next question give it to a person who doesn't you don't get to answer the next one the next one give your mic to christian okay ready brooke take the mic sorry you have to here we are. The next question is, what what is the trait you most deplore in yourself? <laughs> what's deplore me? What, what, what's the trait you most hate about yourself? That's terrible. That's the point. Yeah, introduce yourself. My name is Brooke. Okay, that's enough. I think my sociopathic tendencies. Honestly, though. What? All right, next question. <laughs> Deep down uh, inside me, there's a worry that Christian could be a serial killer because oh of how interested he is in serial killers. <laughs> I do, I do really find a fascination with serial killers. I wouldn't say that's a trait that I deplore about myself. I think that it is it fascinating about, about myself. <laughs> um, um, but I'd say the ability to connect with people when I don't care. That's, that's what you hate about yourself? As no, you, is oh. That's what you most hate about yourself is that I, I'm too good at connecting with people. I think... I think. What's your biggest flaw? I care too much! I think my greatest... People love me! Is that I am always on time. No, it's not your greatest weakness. What no, do you hate about yourself? See, my Hurry greatest up. weaknesses are also <laughs> my greatest strengths. <laughs> the Office. Michael Scott. Shout out! I don't know if I can really pinpoint a specific trait that I hate about myself. Yeah, what do I hate about Christian? <laughs> yeah, the question has changed. What do you hate most oh, hate no. about your spouse? I don't like that I can't say things like when I want to say them, especially when it's important. Like, hold the mic closer to your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all good. Did you hear that though? Yeah, I did, but it was okay. just quiet. So that's it. That's a good one. Explain yourself. Like, um. At work, if I disagree with my boss or if I disagree with Christian sometimes, I can't say like what I want to say in the moment because I 
will either overthink it or cry or I'm afraid of like what's going to come out of my mouth. That's so and interesting. Just don't say it. Because I would say that you're the most opinionated out of all, all of us, which is like a good thing. Yeah, you're the most outspoken Actually, out of all of us. You and Summer are kind of close on that. But I feel like Brooke is like the realist. Like Summer is very like, no offense, but like emotionally attached attached when she's like outspoken. Yeah. Whereas Brooke is just like, no, you know. Bad. Yeah, and it's like this is fat. Yeah, <laughs> you baby. <laughs> but I I don't know. I find that interesting. But that only you get people so uncomfortable with. Okay. Like yeah. So that I don't know what made it think made me think of it, but mine, my actual one would be um I think that too trusting. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it it's not a not really a bad thing, but it can be bad in certain situations when you're too trusting with yourself like with other people and you'll like go out to help them. And really, they're just taking advantage. Mm. So I think it's more, I need to be a little bit more skeptical. Okay. I don't hate that about myself. I just have been told that. (laughs) 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 So another another not real one. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I don't, uh, that's not really. Is that naive? That's a hard question. Yeah. I don't know. It's what Christian was just describing the same thing as. Naivete? Yeah, I was trying to think of that word. Because I know, I wouldn't say it's being naive, I, because I know that there's like people that do take advantage of people, but I don't, I wouldn't say I get into situations where people take advantage of me, but I just want to see the best in people. Ooh, I have seen you get into situations. Where? Yeah, we're not going to dock, we're not going to call it all these people on live air that thousands of people are going to listen to, Christian. Right. You don't have a mic. Yeah, give the mic back to her. We're answering our question, Alexis. She handed it to me. Well, give it back. Sir, yes, sir. hate that I can't figure out what I believe about anything. Ooh. No. He can say that. Uh, That's it. Um, Next question. Hand off the mics to the other people. I wanted to answer. That's an interesting question. Uh, Answer yours then. I get in my head way too much about everything. Especially myself. Next. The next question is, hmm, let's skip ahead a couple. Well, we could just do the next question. What trait do you most deplore in others? Stubbornness. Okay, yeah. Narcissism. Yeah. Like they're into themselves too much. <laughs> pride. I was gonna say pride. Yeah, I'd say pride or na- uh, narcissism, but also. I would say ignorance too. Not that I hate it, but just be confident in yourself. I think when people aren't confident in themselves, oh, I'm like. It's almost oh. like they're doing it for attention. Yeah. That's yeah. I agree. Michael? I think mine was more with pride like Brooks. This microphone shuffle that we're playing is very interesting, but also pretty fun. Okay. All right, next question. Oh. I don't know what I most dislike. I think 
I dislike bullies. Like when yeah. somebody, when there's somebody who is like making fun of or like talking bad about a person who is in a position of less power than them. Like, I understand punching above your weight class, but punching below is kind of, that's, I don't really, instantly, if you do that, if you make fun of somebody, I'm instantly like, nah, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, idiots. Um, what is your greatest extravagance? Your greatest. I, I just answered. Yeah, she did. Your greatest extravagance in your life. Kind of like whatever, like how do you, if you're going to treat yourself, how do you treat yourself? What's what's your greatest coffee. extravagance? <laughs> Every day. Yeah, coffee is a big one. I think um, some people like you and Summer are able to go to like Mexico and right, treat yourself. Right. But I have a mini vacation every day with my grande caramel latte in my hand. <laughs> Honestly, so yeah, that's, in Beer's that's Library or the Student Union, you're just you find yourself right. a cozy little corner mm. with nobody around, Hallelujah. a nice soft chair. <laughs> you put on a little bit of Netflix for like five minutes until you have five. to do your paper or your <laughs> quiz or whatever for the next class. You sip on that bad boy. Suck down that sweet, sweet oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Did you know yeah. if you would save that money for 300 days, you could but get who would a we plane ticket? Next question. <laughs> Summer, I'm not going nowhere without no mates. All right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Why not? No. I'm not going to go on vacation by myself as much mine? as I would like to. I'm a little too scared. And women can't be walking around by themselves if yep. we really want to jump into that conversation. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, My sir. greatest extravagance yes, is yes, everything bagel yes, spice. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I can I be done? Can I tap out? Yeah, I buy myself <laughs> I a lot of little right. things. I don't ever buy anything. Alexis I rarely buy for, anything like uh, at Aldi today. I, I dropped like bagel, everything bagel, bagel like toppings one at a time. <laughs> Shout out all of you people who are so mad right now that everyone's talking over each other. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question to be answered by. Whoever's birthdays are closest to January 1st. What? The next question is, what do you consider the most overrated virtue? Patience. Is there like a set in stone seven virtues or is it just like... I feel like we're very patient people, and I feel like if we weren't, we wouldn't work. I mean, no, like, we would work, but, like, it would be a lot different. And I feel like patience actually is a virtue. Yeah. Like, no, one that should be. No, that's not overrated. Why is it overrated, in your opinion, Chris? Oh, sorry. I thought you said overlooked. No. <laughs> oh. Overrated. I love Never mind. Christian. <laughs> not patience. <laughs> oh my Impatient. The o- okay, most <laughs> overrated virtue. I feel like the one that doesn't. It's okay if that actually was your answer and we disagree. No, because I really admire patience and people. Oh, good, because you are a patient person. I know, I that's why that I said that. You, boo boo. <laughs> that's why I was confused when you were like, what? And you looked at all of us like we were crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah what? All right, proceed. Um, I would have to think about it. 
Yeah, I can't think of any. The most overrated virtue user. Well, like, I mean, imagine just things that people think are good. So I think that the virtue of, like, coddling a person. So, like, the not telling a person even when, like, they're going too far in one direction. So I think that people would say that it's a virtue of, like, kindness or, like, caring for a person. But I think that's overrated in the sense of, like, people need tough love. And, like, a lot of times I think it goes too far of, like, I'm thinking of a guy that I know who... Um, ben... Ben, shout out Ben. He always said that he wanted to be a surgeon, but there was no chance that this man would ever be a surgeon. And no one ever told him that. And so he got into school and he did like a year of like track to be a surgeon. And then finally they were like, dude, you're not going to be able to pass these classes. And so like his first year of college was the first time somebody told him like, hey, you're not going to be able to be a surgeon. And like, the I think the virtue was like not wanting to hurt this guy's feelings and like being kind to him and then like after a while I was like oh no like he has to come down to reality when he's you know 19 years old for the first time in his life I'd agree with that me the story you were telling me <laughs> that is something that really irks my nerves when I see that Ben <laughs> what's your answer ben. this is a hard question okay, this is really hard yeah when and where were you happiest? Good question. Gosh, got to think back so long ago. <laughs> talk, you're holding a microphone just talking. That's um Christian That's a really good question. And to to answer that question. Most with a really recently, good answer. It was yesterday when Christian found out he's pregnant. Oh, congratulations. Mazel tov. Just kidding. No, I guess that would be the that would be the moment. Until then, I'm just counting the days until I'm happy. Wait, what was the day? <laughs> Somebody talk. Okay, well, Brooke and Christian's wedding was probably the m- most recent one where i was like this is awesome like this is a good oh. day but good i would day. say anytime i was in haiti that was really like wow this is awesome okay i can think back on one of the times i was really happy and that was when i first met you really yeah when you got back from haiti <gasps> yeah and taco bell drive through and you're about to yarf <laughs> in the car oh so good oh and that was when I knew he would be my brother-in-law. Yeah, you were about to puke and you're like, oh, Can you get out, be please? My brother-in-law. <laughs> that was such a good story. Yeah, literally the first time we met on our way back from Haiti, everyone on our trip got like some sort of like food poisoning or something, but it hit like the last connecting flight to Cleveland. And so we got off the plane, got home, and then Brooke and Christian and Victoria came to pick us up to take us to Taco Bell because I promised that like I would meet Christian and we would go get Taco Bell and hang out. And so we get in Brooke's car and we drive to Taco Bell and we're in the drive through lane. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I looked at Alexis and I was like, can you get out? 
And she's like, what? I was like, can you get out of the car, please? I want to throw up. And so I get out, and I'm literally dry heaving <laughs> in the drive-thru lane. And there's, like, cars behind us and cars in front of us. And Christian's just laughing so hard. <laughs> and, yeah, we got our tacos, and we went home. I didn't end up throwing up. but And I also Hi. didn't end up eating my taco. So but that was the first time I actually met Christian. So thank you. Some, some. Taco Bell gets you through all the hard times, you know? It, Dude, it really does. If I don't get a sponsorship Live from Moss. Taco Bell at some yeah. point, I'm going to be so mad. This is We're giving them so much good press for all the millions of people that listen to this. I saw a post on Facebook. It said, my Disney, me being a Disney princess, I would be Taco Bell. Oh, I, saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if this isn't me. <laughs> Since day one. Uh, Brooke, what's your answer? The happiest day of my life. When and where were you happiest? Oh, gosh. The wedding night. <laughs> no. The, the wedding night. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> probably my wedding day. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, before that, though, it was probably when Christian told me he loved me. Aw. And, like, when I... I don't know that there was actually a day or a time, like, that... Like when I knew that I was going to be with him forever. Whenever that was, was also a very happy time. Yeah, when and where did that happen? Do you remember like when he said he loved you? Yeah, we were driving. He took me to the Columbus Zoo for my birthday. And we were driving back home. And he, like, we just stopped talking. And it was quiet for a really long time. And then all of a sudden he's like out of breath. I thought he was going to pass out. I didn't know what was going on. And, um, he like looks, <laughs> looks at me <laughs> and then he was like, I have something to tell you. I don't even know what he said. And I didn't say like, that. Okay. Well, what'd you say? I was like, kind of, you're like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like genuinely scared for your life and my life. Cause I thought you were going to pass out while yeah, driving it's fine. the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I'm good. I'm good. Internally my, I, in my head, I was like, okay. We haven't been dating that long. And if I say this right now, is she about to be like, is this yeah, going to be an awkward hour and a half drive back home? Because <laughs> we just started the drive from Columbus and we live two hours from Columbus. How is this car trip going to go after I say this? Should I say this? Oh, deep breath. Deep breath in and out. <laughs> and 20 breaths <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah. 30 miles later. He's still just white knuckling. <laughs> Uh, and then i said it i was like i know that we haven't uh known each other for very long and that maybe this might be weird that i'm saying it this early but um when you know you know and um i just sharted oh my gosh no no I, i said um but i'm in love with you and then she said I've been in love with you since the first time I no, saw you. I did not. It was like it went something like that. I was like, "Oh, that's cute." What'd you say yeah, in response? Um, I was probably I probably Talking looked really relieved. I probably looked really relieved that we, he wasn't gonna die. <laughs> and then I told him, like, I told him I wasn't. I told him I loved him too, but I like made sure he didn't think that I was just saying that because he was telling me that, and like I felt obligated to say it back. Is that a thing? Do people actually do that? Yes. Yeah. Jessica, Mark, love is blind. 
Oh yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that would be wrong. <laughs> Anyways. Your actual friend. So yeah. <laughs> Alexis. Yeah, I thought you were talking Happy about like Dave. two people that you knew. <laughs> you know Jessica and Mark. She doesn't love him. For all the they're still dating. People, <laughs> for all the millions of people that have seen that, they're like sitting back in their chair, like, mm, yep, okay. Wait, there's a pretty big crossover in audience between conversation therapy and <laughs> love is blind or whatever. <sighs> it's like the same. That's audience. a very cute story. Thank you for sharing. Gracias, mi amigo. Do you guys want to answer? When and where were you happiest? I didn't think that's what the question was, so I was going with my most ha- recent happy moment. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I was just going to say the other day during my class, I was really happy because me and my co-teacher friend were really happy and joking. So that was fun. So, yeah, that's my happiest moment recently. (laughs) Yeah, was it Mike? Was it it Mike? I didn't mean to do that. Was it Mike? (laughs) (laughs) Mike, if you're listening. Mike, I wasn't trying to come on to you. I just was saying I like sweatpants. That's all. I like when you wear sweatpants, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mike, thanks so much for uh, taking my wife out to breakfast when you guys were on that trip together. Really appreciate that. <laughs> we did go out for <laughs> breakfast, but no one else wanted to eat. That's why. We're both happily married. And he has a kid. <laughs> yeah, I hear once you have a kid, uh, you're never attracted to anybody else ever. Especially with kids. Outside of your marriage. Here, that's how it works. Well, Alexis, you- what's your answer? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I gotta <laughs> think about it to think about all these happiest day because mm. you want me to answer first the other day i was dumpster diving at aldi shout out aldi you know what and uh (laughs) 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 and they had a bunch of salads like pre-packaged salads that were still in the box in the dumpster i love those and i got 18 (laughs) salads stop it (laughs) shout out restoring the earth behind the store Dude, check. Okay. Dude, I can't believe this is your reaction <laughs> right now that you're so excited about this. Dude, they're prepackaged. They were in the individual packages in the box. So there's six in like a box and they were like a day expired. And then I've been eating so many salads for like the past month and it's been incredible. That was probably my most happy day recently. Yeah. If I see salads in my fridge, Brooke, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. You wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe what's in there. How often does this take place? Shout out me. <laughs> Whenever Michael does it. I don't have long enough arms. Yo, no joke. If you come <laughs> to the place where I work yeah. after Valentine's Day or any day, yes, we throw them out. We take them out of the boxes, which is kind of dumb, but they're still fresh in the garbage. Uh bags you like open the box and spill them in yeah because people started dumpster diving so they did it as a precaution shout out my dumpster brothers and sisters (laughs) but honestly i mean all the dumpster friends (laughs) a clean trash bag i mean (laughs) yeah it's fine why not and if you could just tell us that you're gonna bag it specially (laughs) like really cleanly with no other trash we'll know you remember okay (laughs) the first day when i was living at aunt you know's house who lives up here yes no names but i was at um 
I was at Dunkin' Donuts right when they were closing and they were throwing <laughs> away all the donuts <laughs> from the this. day. And I, I was like, hey, are you just straight up throwing those out? And they were like, yeah. And I said, can you just put like them all in a trash bag for me and then like just put it next to the dumpster instead of throwing it out? <laughs> and so I walked into her house with a trash bag half full of like 50 donuts <laughs> and she looked at me and she like didn't know what to think and i was like <laughs> i brought donuts <laughs> bon first night and so she like was like boxing them all up and doing this stuff and i was like hey, we don't have to like eat all these donuts like we can throw some of them away yeah she's no. boxing them up to give to other people there's a lot of cords there buddy that's all right next question um this this <laughs> should we uh do do, <laughs> do, do what is your motto <gasps> life motto i have one that i do with my students you are beautiful you are important you are loved and that is my class motto my recent motto that i just thought of the other day and it's actually a motto for my role at work is win the day and i like that motto because it kind of breaks down your goals to daily goals and if you can win the day then you'll win at your longer goals so i've been kind of in trying to incorporate that into my daily routine so that's my motto currently that's actually just like really good life advice in general like there's this idea that you're going to be most satisfied and happy with yourself if your um, short-term actions are in line with your long-term goals so like that's just like straight up good advice. Like in the same way that like you feel better about yourself if you work out because your long-term goal is to be skinnier. And so you're going to feel better about yourself if your short-term actions are in line with that long-term goal or anything else. And that's exactly what I meant to do was just drop straight fire. Yeah, just straight fire philosophy on all those folk. <laughs> Next. Read your Bible. That's it. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. Ooh. What a wonderful phrase. Just do it, as Shia LaBeouf would say. Hey. Go ahead, Brooke. <laughs> Brooks is. Clean your, your plaque or I'll give you a smack. <laughs> You ain't crocking, you ain't rocking. Mm. That's what I like this one time. Uh, Crocs and socks. Next question. <laughs> what do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? Oh my gosh. Next question. <laughs> no, we're yeah. doing this is gonna be our last question. I know. Ooh, shout out. When you are like, you've had the longest day, <laughs> work was bad, like your tears are rolling down your face, you're driving home and you're like, oh my gosh, like I would love like fill in the blank, like restaurant or food. Chick-fil-A. Yes. It's Mexican and for you. you realize time. that today is Sunday and Chick-fil-A is closed or any other restaurant. Ooh. Like that would just, that would just put me in the pits. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> you know when you're like you get up early in the morning and you really have to pee 
and you're walking toward the bathroom and you stub your toe and then you realize that no one else is ever really going to understand you and life is kind of meaningless. That's probably mine. Or you wake up five minutes before your alarm. Oh, yes. That's a good one. I don't know if everybody heard that, but when you wake up five minutes before your alarm, it's the worst. Why did we just pass over Michael's answer like that? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, okay, thank you. Next person. <laughs> <laughs> but same. <laughs> My? Mine? I'd say accepting the mundane Sometimes. of your everyday routine. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, can you repeat that? Say it one more time. When you're accepting the mundane of your everyday routine, I sit Oof. back sometimes and I'm like, how is it the end of February? It just started. Every day has been the same. Mm. What's wrong with that? Ooh. Yeah, that'll get me sobbing in bed. That's what I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. What did I do? I've done the same thing every day for the past 29 days. Yup. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Why you have it? This was Alexa's greatest fear. <laughs> Earlier on, Alexis was like, "My greatest fear yeah. is like, you know, at the end of your life when you look back and you feel, <laughs> you feel regret." <laughs> and she was like, "You know, just when you like everything, you, you're just doing the same thing, and you go to sleep and you wake up, and every day, it's like you're not really doing it. You're not progressing." <laughs> Spend that money and literally work more yes. to get more money. And it's all <laughs> pointless die. in the end. You die. I've worn these jeans the past <laughs> week. <laughs> I have been saying this to yeah. Summer so much, and she's like, nobody else feels like that. It's just so confusing because I don't feel like that. Like, I would be fine doing this, how I'm doing this. Like, okay, some things I'd definitely like to take away, but like, if my job was like smooth and stuff, I wouldn't mind doing that and then having and the yet, weekends off and then doing it again and then having a summer break and then doing it and again. Yet you're not satisfied with living in Mansfield for the rest of your life. But that doesn't have to do with my everyday mundane life. It's not like location, it's what I do every day. But you're. It was yeah. Summer is just literally okay with that. Just doing the same. Yeah, thing okay, forever doing for the, the same thing because it sounds secure. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. I know my expectations. I know what I gotta do. I can do that. Summer's always day. been like that. She loves her comfort zone like that. Ooh, I do. Yeah. And I so, love that. And comfort. so when I come in and I'm like, <laughs> like uh, feeling like Ralph. Wreck it! Wreck it! I just take summer security and I crush it to the ground <laughs> with my existential thoughts. Yeah, if you guys were animated characters, you'd be Wreck It Ralph and Fix It Felix. It's uh, <laughs> actually so good. Is that a fat joke? <laughs> yeah. I think the scariest thing about that is that you realize that nothing has changed. And for a lot of people, your goal is to step outside of your comfort zone and do something else. And life just passes you by. And you've never really accomplished all of that. Dude, I'm loving this conversation. <laughs> Summer doesn't like this conversation. This is wonderful. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're turning 25 tomorrow and... You've been in the same job. Happy for birthday! Years. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life and what's going on every day. 
I'm so but glad it's I got it. I'm so glad I got a cake though with candles. <laughs> but so, so you can blow out all my sadness. <laughs> what was the question? Sing again? me the song of my year hasn't amounted to anything. Your greatest depth of despair. Yeah. What, what do you regard as the greatest depth of misery? Okay. So even though birthday party. See, I feel like this <laughs> is going back to when I thought overlooked was the word instead of overrated virtue. I think that's where optimism comes in because you can look back at all of the days that have been the same and that can be your greatest depth of misery. Or you can look back and think about all the people, which is what I have to do that you've touched through your everyday mundane job and how that it hasn't been their everyday mundane because maybe you affected their day and changed it for the better. Optimism. It's the climb. Like we were talking about earlier. I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> Do you think it depends on the type of job you have? Because I think that might be part of it too. No. Really? I think that's just a, f- a feeling that certain people have that oh, you just wow. desire something more. I feel really bad for you guys. And it sounds terrible. <laughs> in in philosophy, it's talked about <laughs> the tyranny of a fantasy of completeness. So like you have this fantasy that something at some point in your life is going to be enough, that you're going to feel full um, on the inside. But the reality is that nothing will actually ever make you feel that way. And so once you start to find wholeness in the reality that life is lacking, <laughs> then it's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's your job necessarily, but the um I feel like it's almost a characteristic that certain people have um that they feel like there's something greater beyond what you're doing now and how can you get to that spot. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we look back at the everyday mundane and we're like Oh my gosh. What a ruin. But. What was that? I say God like puts a longing for purpose inside of people. And I don't know. I would. That'd be really scary. I can't imagine what it would feel like. Like not having an understanding of where like my purpose comes from. Like if I. I don't know. That would just be insane to me. Like I can understand why people would be so depressed or like. I don't know. That would just be insane. Yeah, I just feel like it would be really hard to like find this life worth anything. Like I wouldn't really. Michael and I were kind of talking about this earlier, but like I just don't know how I would really want to continue on with this life if there was no purpose. Ooh. Are you a thrill seeker? Heck no. See, I'm a thrill seeker. I love the thrill. And I feel like the everyday like mundane i know that's getting beaten like a dead horse every day mundane but i feel like i need a thrill almost that kind of keeps me excited sorry we made a really funny joke (laughs) what was it you said i'm a thrill seeker it's the thrill of the chase Alexis, would you like to say what you said? That's my favorite ride at Cedar Point. The thrill. Sing it, Taylor. What's waiting on the other side? It's the climb.
the end. Oh, <laughs> just a nice intermission for you all. <laughs> that was the halftime show. <laughs> Brought to you by 2012 Miley Cyrus. Mm. Halftime show. Brought to you by middle-aged white women who are scared of boobs. <laughs> I don't know if she's necessarily scared of them. Miley? No, the people no, watching the halftime people. <laughs> We're complaining. Okay, never mind. Ignore that. <laughs> scared of thick women. It's my two biggest fears. A butt and an immigrant. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Get that out of my church and my country. <laughs> All of our non-U.S. <laughs> viewers are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like delete delete. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to the last one. All right. Patty <sighs> has left the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <coughs> so, how would you like to die? <laughs> no, oh. no, I'll do a good one. I'll do a happy one. I wouldn't fast. be surprised if that was the last one. That's the f- that's answer number. That's question <laughs> number thirty four. Quickly or in my sleep. Cannibal in the room. Who are your heroes in real life is the last question. And we'll end. Who are your heroes in real life is the question. Iron we'll go around. Man. Everybody will answer it. And then we'll end. Iron Man. Mm. In real life. Jesus Christ. No, who are your heroes in real life? So can it just be a random person or something? Mary the Virgin. Boy, has this devolved. (laughs) (laughs) So, I watched a documentary. Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah, Robert F. Kennedy. And that's all the time we have. (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) John F. Kennedy's brother, he was running for president. He was assassinated, but he was one of the few people that went out to the communities that he was actually talking about helping. And he was hands-on helping them, flying to um, different poverty-stricken parts of the country, even across the world, to help people, and running for president. And he was assassinated for it. Really interesting documentary on Netflix. I'd like to say my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to you, Patty. I know you're listening. You always listening, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> there's God and there's Patty. And then there's Claus. <laughs> Maybe God would play air hockey with Patty instead. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a good quote. Side note. Do you think God, who would God play air hockey with? Jesus. No, that's himself. No, that's his son. I said Gabriel. Don't you think they'd be bros? Like on a team or against each other? Just like hanging out with your bros up in heaven, playing air Jesus. hockey. Like Jesus. It's his son. I feel like Jesus and Gabriel would be playing air hockey and God would be like in the other room. like Working on. Keep it down. Doing the taxes. Yeah, the taxes of heaven. <laughs> yeah. Jesus has an unfair advantage because he can take the air hockey things and he can stick it through the holes in his hands. Oh. So <laughs> 
And so he could have his hands down and just be so fast. He's just so fast on the tables. <laughs> so I think so personally. Air puck in one hand, Thomas's finger in the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so personally i think if i were god i would want to play one of the archangels like gabriel or michael shout out Sweet. michael he who is like god throws down all satan right, in the end right. my namesake shout out me <laughs> what if it is actually you and you just don't like <laughs> Like we gonna die. Yeah, but I'd say my mom because um. Am I allowed to transition like that? I feel my mom. My mom because uh she's seen some stuff and she she just knows. I mean, I hate to get all. I don't hate to get all Christian on you because. That's what I do, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I I think she has a she's studied her Bible so much. She knows every answer to any one of my questions. She has been through the same stuff that we have, but has maintained her sanity through it all and has been our like rock and like my dad too as well, but like I don't know. And she, like, had prepared for certain situations in, in advance. Like, I don't know. I, I won't get into all that. But, like, she just, I don't know. Yeah. Mom, you're great. Love you. <laughs> love you, Jesus. <laughs> I love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. <laughs> Brooke doesn't have a hero. Hmm. I don't need a hero. <laughs> Say it again. You won't. I don't need a hero. Jesus is like, yeah. who do you think you I are? Mean, right. <laughs> right. Harry Tubman. Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I don't know. I really don't. There's not one person that I'm like, oh, yes. My role model. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I think mom definitely played a huge role in all of our lives. And we all look up to her as a role model. I think I all I look up to all of you in a different way. Sorry to get all sappy, but deal with it. <laughs> My sentimental heart's just like <gasps> Tell me why you love me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Diamond? <laughs> His side chick. Oh, oh, at work. Oh, my greatest hero. Yeah, I w- probably would have said mom, grandma too. Grandma, but I mean, like, obviously both have flaws. Like, it's not that right. they don't have; they're flawless. It's just that I respect them a lot. That's what makes them heroes. Yeah, I think um, honestly, I think Cheyenne is someone that I look up to a lot mm-hmm. right now with all that they're going through, and just how she like really is living out her faith and just all that she's kind of overcome too is pretty cool. So I like that a lot. And she's always been very humble. Mm-hmm. I think that's really respectable. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cheyenne, if you ever listen to this. Uh, mine's going to have to be a tie between either Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump. Oh. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks so much for listening, <laughs> folks. Uh, if you have any questions or uh, <laughs> topics, or if you want to be a guest, uh, email me at conversationtherapycast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Idiot.